welcome back to Don't Get Me Started Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Abby. And I'm Heather. And welcome back to another week of haha ha Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what just came out of me. Fuck. <laughs> okay, guys. We have a new setup. Yes. So the episodes one through four, we were holding our mics because we thought it looked more casual. Yeah. But we were really struggling with the audio fluctuation. So... This week, they're stationary. Yes. Yeah. So, hopefully, our audio is better. Yeah. Like I said, each week, we wanted to get better and better. So, yeah. hopefully. Started from the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how have you been? I've been good. I, nothing really interesting has been happening. Um, I honestly don't know what I do with all my time. I'm honest. Really? I mean, we saw each other two days ago. Yeah. So, so it's a, and before that, we saw each other four days in a row. But, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, um, my progress on the New York Times crossword is coming along. Nice. Today, I got the mini crossword in a minute and 56 <gasps> seconds. Wow. Snaps. But thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Our live audience. But the only thing I'm mad about is one of the blank, it was like blank. Oh, wait, never mind. I just realized that was wrong. It was blank, comma, get all. But I thought it was like, get all, be all. But the answer was be all, get all. Ah, that's really unfortunate. But that kind of makes sense, too. (laughs) That was my downfall of of the crossword this morning. And wasn't it like different number of letters, number of spaces, isn't get? Well, no, the second part was get all. So I didn't think the first part would be be all because I thought be oh. all comes after. Oh, okay. But it's okay. That's actually so Anyways, funny. that's not really the only interesting thing that's happened to me <laughs> since last time I saw you. Have you started reading anything new? Uh, no. I read like another chapter of Verity, but nice. I don't know. I was on my reading kick and now I'm yeah. off it. That happened to me. I read, um, when Katie, my sister, and I went to Florida. Mm-hmm. I read like three books. That mm-hmm. one vacation, and since I've come back, I've I really haven't been able to get <laughs> into like, books. It's so hard, but yeah, it's okay. I, it just takes like the right book, I think, and yeah. I just gotta find that that book. Yeah, that's if if out. I'm not hooked by like the third page, I can't read it. I don't know why. Like I am hooked, but it's just like I don't know. So You're not line and sinker. Yeah. So <laughs> any um, book recommendations anybody has, let me know. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, I have a couple updates. I just was looking into buying new running shoes Mm. because in our bucket list episode, we talked about me running a half marathon and I was like, well, my first step for this is to buy new running shoes. So I just purchased Hoka's. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I bought their like orange, purple and pink. Oh, Harry Styles has that pair. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Twinning. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm super excited for them to come in and nice. then I'll actually I feel like I can't start running or anything unless I have a good pair of shoes. Yeah. Um I tell myself it's for to prevent injury, but it's really just because I don't want to start yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then yesterday mm-hmm. I did I told you this already, but I did a spin class that was Harry versus Taylor themed, mm. and it was so on brand. It was so good. I wanted to cry after. Um, okay, yeah, and then I just, uh, I wanted to talk about, I'm feeling, I was telling Abby a little bit before this, when, um, before we started recording, 
But I've been feeling very, like, emotional mm-hmm. and, like, inspirational today mm-hmm. and kind of the past couple days. Um, there's – so I think if you don't know this, I'm in engineering. Like, I work for a medical device mm-hmm. company. And kind of, like, going into engineering in college, they always tell you it's a male-dominated field. And I really was, like – I didn't think that that would – bother it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. for the most part I didn't really mind it in college some things would get to me like when I was kind of tr- I felt like I was outnumbered or mm-hmm. kind of like not being taken seriously like that happened a couple times but um recently at work there's been a lot of um meetings happening with like higher ups or just um we're kind of going through like a restructuring and so today in the past couple days in the last week I've been in meetings and I've been the only girl Mm -hmm. and I've been the youngest too because I'm I'm still so fresh out of college and I was thinking I just wanted to kind of like give this advice for myself and for people who listen Mm -hmm. that maybe need to hear it is like I could let that bother me and sometimes I do let it get to me and Mm -hmm. I get in my head like oh no I'm the only girl here I'm the youngest one here I'm not going to be taken seriously like, am I ever going to get anywhere in a company that's all, like, all the higher-ups are very mm-hmm. male-dominated right now? And I was kind of getting in my head when I was in the room. I was, like, I was just thinking, you know, I really could, you know, I could let that get to me. Mm-hmm. Or I was thinking the only reason that they wouldn't take me seriously is because I have that in the back of my head that they're not going to take me yeah. seriously because I'm a woman. And, like, I shouldn't let that impact me just mm-hmm. because that's, like, the facts of the situation. Like, mm-hmm. I can't change it. They can't change it. Like, it's not their fault that that's the way the situation is. It's more just, like... And I know that we have to do better as society, like, leveling the playing field and everything like that. But when you're just at such a smaller level and, like, there's really nothing you can do about the situation, like... Why would I let it get to me that when it's something that I can't control? Yeah, because when you're letting it get in your head, whether yeah. it's true or not, once you get that thought in your head, like, you're belittling yourself, yeah, too, at that point. exactly. It's like no one is actually taking action on the fact that I'm the only woman in the room. Like, no yeah. one else probably even notices. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the only one that notices, mm-hmm. and it's like just why would I let that impact my day-to-day when it's not impacting anybody else's and it's like I could let that infuriate me and make me give up or I could let it motivate me and like try to represent you know who I am and like more women in in the field so I just like had that realization today and I just wanted to share it because yeah I was feeling like I said just very overwhelmed with a lot of emotions like there's just been Mm -hmm. a lot going on like a lot of changes at work and like in behind the scenes in my personal life and Mm -hmm. stuff so I was just like feeling all these emotions and I was like you just have to remember you can control what you can't control and Mm -hmm. like don't worry about things that you can't control Mm -hmm. which is kind of like what you said (laughs) right before we started you were like don't stress yet yeah don't stress about the unknown yet let things happen how they happen and then stress when they happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) and everything happens for a reason and everything will work out so yeah the way it's supposed to be nice yeah yeah Yeah. well i'm excited for the good changes coming your way yeah and if there's any bad changes they'll turn out good in the end yeah exactly like everything like i said everything happens for a reason so should we get into the topic of today 
So our topic today is all about friendships Um, because we have found friendships have changed over the years and some change for the better, some change for the worse. Um, And we just want to kind of talk about like what qualities we look for in friends. Mm -hmm. Um, So Heather reached out on Instagram and got some answers about what um, some of our listeners look for in friendships. Yeah. So... And we said this in the last episode, but if you're not following our Instagram, go follow it because that's where we ask a lot of our questions that, and we could read your answer on the pod mm-hmm. if you want to be featured. Yeah. So the responses I got were good listener, mm-hmm. which is a nice one, humor. I think that means like a good sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> or any humor, I guess, yeah. as long as they have one. Making you laugh, similar lines, compassion, loyal. And a good communicator. Nice. Which I think all of those are good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, do you want to go over qualities that we think make up a good friend? Yeah. So, we kind of um, figured we'd divide this episode into three parts. Um, So, our first part is what we look for in friendships. Mm -hmm. Kind of the qualities that we like in a friend. Um, So, some of mine are similar. I said um, loyalty is a big thing. Mm -hmm. I would like do anything for my friends and want the same same effort back um they need to be spontaneous sometimes i want to sit on the couch and do nothing yeah sometimes i want to sit on the couch and do an activity sometimes i want to go sit in a car and drive somewhere and do nothing other times i want to go out and have a great time i feel like having doing the same thing over and over again gets very boring yeah so i want to have like friends who, like, well, are down to do anything. And I feel like all my friends are. Yeah, so, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and then the the next thing, which is kind of, like, the biggest thing for me, is, um, like, empathy. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't talk about my feelings. My favorite way to, like, cope is to just be distracted and doing something. Mm-hmm. So even if my friends, like, like talking about their feelings or whatever, I need an empathetic friend who will, like, take, if I'm trying to cope with something, like, be a distraction for me because like with them I'll talk about their feelings with them like that's not what I like to do or how I um I guess feel better yeah Um, but like if they feel better that way like I will do that for them yeah so empathy is like a big big thing for me yeah I was I actually wanted to talk about that I feel like a lot of people talk about love languages in relationships but Mm -hmm. I feel like they're just as important in friendships oh a thousand percent um and I feel like you and I are a good example of that Mm -hmm. because I (laughs) if you know me you know this I could talk about my feelings all day yeah like I need to just kind of get out how I feel Mm -hmm. and you're such a good listener at that Mm -hmm. but I I know that you don't like talking about your feelings and you'd rather just me like make you laugh or something yeah yeah so you need to kind of understand your friend in mm-hmm. that way just as you would like your partner in a relationship oh yeah and I think love languages are more for friendships and whatnot yeah um just because like you're gonna have more friendships than you are relationships yeah and I think acts of, like for me mine is acts of service yeah and like if someone's feeling down or somebody needs a boost, like, one of my friends, like, that's what I do. Um, and, like, that's kind of why loyalty is so important to me because I'm, like, I will drop everything to do something for you. Yeah. So, just, like, want that back. And yours is, like, quality time, which yeah. I think, like, really, really applies to friends. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I think, like, me personally with my friendships, I'm the same way. Like, I could do anything. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I could just sit with my friends mm-hmm. and literally do nothing or just talk (laughs) or watch tv or whatever i'll be like hey do you want to 
you know, go to Trader Joe's or something like that, something yeah. we're doing anyway. Um, but, like, one thing is I think this could be a mix of our friendship style mm-hmm. and just a mix of getting older is that sometimes I don't – I take a long time to reply to texts. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like if that's important to you as – a friend Mm -hmm. then it's like you want to make sure you're friends with someone who understands that yes yeah and then um but like for our friendships or like most friendships that I have or I feel like you probably have too Mm -hmm. it's like we understand that I'll I'll text you and I text you and you can reply when you reply exactly yeah um or like I mean we live near each other so we see each other way (laughs) way too often but like very rarely do we like text on the side I feel like unless like something major happens we started texting a lot about the podcast Podcast, but like other stuff (laughs) like it's like it can wait till we see each other but even like my friends that live in different states like I don't need to talk to them every day for our relationship to stay the same and I think like having that understanding like if you have a friend that wants to text you every single day about every single thing like you're so busy how are you going to respond like yeah if you, my friends, like, if you think of something funny or you think of me and you haven't talked to me in a month, just say, hey, thinking about you, I just started laughing about this. That's all I need yeah, to show. Like, yeah, yeah, You don't need to be texting every single day or talking yeah. every single day. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. Do you have any other? Um, that's kind of my, my biggest one. Um, I like a friend who gives good advice because mm-hmm. I'm someone who doesn't want stuff sugarcoated. And I feel like yeah. my friend's like tell it how it is and like yeah. even though I get so butthurt <laughs> I'm like after I like get past the butthurt part I'm like wow that's like really yeah. good advice yeah so I don't like like there are some friends that I have well I think I used to be friends with them to be honest I don't know if they're still my friends who would just sugarcoat everything and say <laughs> like oh it's like I would have just gotten hit by a car and they'll be like oh it'll be okay like no it won't be okay <laughs> but not that I ever got hit by a car but um yeah. yeah definitely friends that give good advice that don't sugarcoat things yeah oh those are good yeah those are my qualities okay so some qualities I wrote were reliable mm-hmm. um because yeah that I feel like that kind of speaks to herself but like if you're expecting your friend to be there for like I don't know, just if you're going through something mm-hmm. or, you know, they say they're going to do something, just make sure they, like, follow through with it. Mm-hmm. doesn't have to be anything big, but I feel like reliable and trustworthy kind of go yeah. hand in hand. Um, you know, like, if you tell your friend something, like, don't tell anyone. Like, I like friends that are actually yeah. not going to tell anyone. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And, yeah, I feel like that's that explains that one. Another one I have is understanding, and mm-hmm. this kind of goes back to what we were saying about just being busy. I feel like what, if you have a true friend that's, like, genuinely has your best interest at heart, they're not going to get mad at you for, like, canceling plans or, like, being mm-hmm. late or something. Mm-hmm. B- if you, like, fully explain from your side, like, say something comes up last minute, um, I feel like just someone who understands, like, you as a person and, like, your character that you would never do anything, like, maliciously yeah. and, like, yeah. you always have the best intentions is super important because, mm-hmm. um, like, if if you are going through something in, in your personal life or you just have, you know, an unexpected thing occur, you want someone who's going to understand, mm-hmm. like, okay, I know Heather didn't do this on purpose, like, she didn't mess up on purpose and, like, everyone makes mistakes and, like, we can forgive and move on instead of like holding on to something you know that's like and just staying not necessarily angry but I feel like um going off of that like 
I don't know if we've ever been like angry at each other for like whatever more than, like, more than a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like true friends genuinely just like forgive and forget. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like those. Yeah. Then I have same sense of humor. Okay. I think is really <laughs> I think is really important, important yeah. because I, there are so many different senses of humor obviously mm-hmm. and just I feel like some senses of humor on any spectrum can cross a line so you just have to make sure that like you know that no one's gonna get offended or like um no one's gonna make like inappropriate jokes that you don't find funny Funny. or something like that um or if inappropriate jokes are your sense of humor like go ahead yeah (laughs) you can find whatever you want funny just just know your audience (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, and then a quality I put is gets along with your other friends mm. slash like gets along with other people mm-hmm. in your life. Um, I feel like all of my core friends mm-hmm. get along with each other mm-hmm. and like with my family too. Yeah. Like you guys all know my mom, you know, my sister, mm-hmm. you guys are best friends. My sister is yeah. in our group, but, um, that kind of goes same for relationships too. Like mm-hmm. if I'm going to date someone, I w- want to make sure that they're they're gonna get Fit. along with yeah. my friends because I feel like if you have two important people like your friends and your partner or your boyfriend that and they don't get along mm-hmm. I feel like one of them is a red flag yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know so yeah just get along with people that, that it's important to me anyway that like all of my circles could kind of get along yeah if it's something important to me um I know that's not everyone's cup of tea. I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people like to keep certain friendship circles separate, and I feel like that's okay, too. Yeah. But this is just, like, my uh, Yeah, you're very much, like, everybody. Yeah. Like, your family involved, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone in my life knows everyone in my life. (laughs) And that's the way it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then I think also just good qualities is someone who will hype you up and support you. Mm -hmm. I feel like... Not necessarily, I haven't experienced this in my adult life, but I feel like more in high school and maybe college, you could be surrounded maybe by people who are kind of your friend, but they're almost like, could express jealousy or Mm -hmm. um, kind of like spite towards you if Mm -hmm. you're doing, quote, better than them or not necessarily better than them, but then if if they see you doing something that they wish they could do, Mm -hmm. um, I think it's very important that you have people around you that support you and are like gonna be there for you even like even I think two things can coexist at one time like because you would want it to be the same thing vice versa like if you if your friend is doing something that you wish you could do and Mm -hmm. you you feel jealous of it like I feel like you could feel the emotion oh I want I wish I could do that too while still being happy for them yeah yeah that makes sense and I feel like Oh, this happens a lot more when you're younger, but you'll be surrounded by people who, if they see you're doing something, they'll act out of jealousy and try to put you down and yeah. like, talk down to you and stuff, which is not a sign of a good <laughs> friend. Yeah. That's a toxic friend. So, yeah. That's what I had. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so, the next section we have is our views on friendships mm-hmm. um, and kind of emphasis on how they've changed Um, as we've grown older and whatnot um so I think a big one for me and I kind of only have like one answer on this but it's very broad is um like trying to hold on to friendships 
yeah like that have clearly ended and whether they ended on bad terms good terms because sometimes people just as they grow and develop they just go on separate paths so yeah um yeah I think for me I always try to hold on to friends and I'm like yeah I'm always the one to like when stuff starts to drift away like the first one to reach out the first one to try and make plans but I'm like if they wanted to, they would. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah. So I think once I, like, realized, I'm like, why am I wasting my time? Like, yeah. I'm going to just end it. But, like, when I think back to, like, my friendship with them, like, it's nothing but good things. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Exactly. Like, I'm not mad that we're not friends anymore. Like I said, people just grow apart. And, like, if they're not going to try, I'm not going to try. Things just drift. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like not holding on to friendships anymore because I feel like even in, like, high school and college, it's, like, you wanted so many different friend groups yeah. and friends. And then graduating, I'm, like, I don't need that many friends. Like, one, I don't have that kind of time to hang out with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Two, like, I'd rather have, like, really, really good friends than a bunch of just close yeah. friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I was kind of going to say something similar. I feel like when I was approaching friendships when I was younger, so say in high school or college, I would go into that friendship thinking it was going to be a lifelong thing. Yeah. Like, I genuinely would be like, oh, my God, I love this person. Like, we're so close. Like, we're going to be friends for such a long time. And I remember, you know, kind of after college when I started to drift apart with those people, Mm -hmm. I took it really, really personally. Mm -hmm. And like you said I would be the one reaching out trying to make plans and I just wasn't getting it reciprocated and for a long time I was like what did I do something wrong like what Mm -hmm. happened why don't they want to be friends anymore and then I just kind of started to realize that after when you start to have your own responsibilities and like say you live by yourself or you know you just start your job you are full you have so many more responsibilities that you didn't have like putting food on the table for yourself, like Mm -hmm. going to work, you know, taking care of a million things. And sometimes friendships that were close to you just end up getting put on the back burner. And so I realized that could be happening to other people. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of had to realize, okay, I'm not going to take it personally anymore. Like, why would I sit here and dwell on a friendship that isn't like, it, they're not giving it back to me anymore so why it's like yeah not I don't want to say like their loss yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of, kind of like you said okay we can't control it sometimes people just drift apart and that's mm-hmm. the way it is and so I feel like now I've started to view friendships as like I'm grateful for who's in my life at this moment but like if it changes in a couple months or a mm-hmm. year or whatever that's okay because I know I have like my solid friends like I, yeah. have, I have you and yeah. I have you know the girls we grew up with and Mm -hmm. stuff and it's like if you have your core group that you know is always going to be there for you yeah and you know you have people even like your parents or whoever in your family or your siblings that you could rely on it's like Mm -hmm. just knowing that that you'll have them and that other friendships are just an added bonus yeah it's like a really good way to look at it yeah yeah it's like they're in your chapter (laughs) (laughs) when the show yeah page 182 a side character (laughs) you are the main character yeah um but yeah i think kind of that's how friendships have changed especially like in college like you have your 
core friends you have your class friends you have your going out friends yeah and so like to come to graduate college and come home and be like not I mean I'm so glad I'm with my home friends but to go from like all those different groups to like the same couple people where like you guys are busy it's just it is very much like oh my god like I am such a loser I have no friends (laughs) like it it felt like a culture shock almost Uh um but then, yeah, you just see the quality of friends you have. And mm-hmm. minimal friends is much better than having, like, like my going out friends in college, like, I don't think they knew anything about me. Yeah. But, like, I thought they were my best friends. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. I don't think, I don't think I've talked to them since we graduated either. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> like, hmm, like, it's like we're uh, really, not, like, friends. Yeah. And then I've, I've also been surprised, too, because what surprised me the most is I feel like I had a set people in mind mm-hmm. after we kind of graduated college like who I was going to stay in touch with and yeah. who I wasn't going to and some people who I thought I wouldn't stay in touch with like I'm actually still pretty good friends with now yeah. and vice versa like some uh-huh. people I thought was going to be my friends for life we yeah. don't talk anymore yeah so it's, it's so interesting like how that works out yeah um and I was gonna say too it is a very big transition and I feel like I don't know if it's just not talked about a lot, but when you go from seeing your friends and having access to them literally every single day, Mm -hmm. especially when you live with your friends. Yeah. Like when I've lived with some of my best friends and Mm -hmm. seen them every single day. Mm -hmm. But then if you look back, it's like you never had to make plans with that person. Yeah. Like you never had to make an effort to see them because you knew you were coming home to them every night. You knew that you guys were having dinner together. Mm -hmm. Um. Or if you did make plans, it was like, hey, I'm I'm going to this right now or I'm going to this tonight. Do you want to come? And like. <laughs> yeah, so easy. <laughs> um, and so it's just so crazy. Like when you come home and you live like miles away and mm-hmm. you don't see them, you just start to feel like it's just such a shock. Yeah. I, I know that you just said this, but it's like you end up feeling kind of lonely and like, yeah, what? You're like, this can't be it with life. But I think that's where learning to spend time alone, like, really comes into oh, play. Oh, definitely. Like, being co- – we can do a whole other episode on, like, things to do alone yeah. and spending time with yourself and stuff like that. But um, I think, too, when it – one thing I had to learn was when I would go from seeing people every single day to barely ever seeing them, it's like – that doesn't mean that you guys aren't still friends and that oh, yeah, you yeah. still don't care about each other. Mm-hmm. Like my roommates in co- like one of my roommates in college who um she's one of my best friends like I grew up with her mm-hmm. since we were 4. She literally lives in Florida now. Yeah. And it's like we see each other maybe twice a year, but when we do see each other like we spend the quality time together. Yeah. And like we barely text, but when we do it's like hey just checking in kind of like you said. Yeah. And it doesn't mean they're any like more or less of a friend mm-hmm. than they were. It's just like people's lives are on different paths mm-hmm. when they are. And, like, if you can be supportive of that person, like, mm-hmm. and they can be supportive of you, like, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I feel like um, we kind of touched upon, like, not being friends with someone or, like, the mm-hmm. relationship, like, closing, but, like, how my views on friendship have changed um, mm-hmm. for, like, my close friends is, like, yeah. when, you, when you go together, like, I just feel like for the ones that don't grow apart mm-hmm. like the stuff you talk about changes i mean we'll yeah. always talk about like one direction that's fine <laughs> um yeah. but like how in the first episode like 
we had swimming in common so like yeah. we would always talk about swimming and now we have like work so we tell like crazy work stories yeah but even like what we like to do for fun now has changed so yeah. I feel like um friendships like develop over time because your interests change and even if yeah. they are separate like I know our friend Abby, like, doesn't watch Love Island, but, like, she'll still listen to <laughs> us, like, talk about Love Island. And, yeah. Yeah, even, like, the friends that don't start liking the same things as you, when you have that mm-hmm. strong connection, like, they want to know about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, my sister Katie, she doesn't work a corporate job, yeah. but she listens to us all the time. Yeah. And same with us. We're not in college anymore, but we still, still listen yeah. to her yeah. talk about college. So, yeah, I think that's also super important. And, yeah, I feel like when you're, like, in high school and college, like – if you don't have, like, if you can't empathize and relate, like, we can, I mean, we went to college, so it was, it's different for Katie, but, like, Katie can um, empathize with us for our corporate jobs, but in yeah high school and college, a lot of friendships are so superficial that, yeah. like, if you have nothing in common, you just talk about other people instead. Yeah, like, that's that, so I, true. I think that's, like, a huge thing, how friendships have developed, too, because in high school and college, you could just talk about mutual people whether it be good or bad whereas like when you get older I mean not that we're like old and wise but when you get older (laughs) like whether you can relate or not you still talk about each other's interests yeah yeah exactly and I I definitely think um I don't know if this just comes with being more secure in your friendships but I feel like we I mean in high school and in college I feel like a lot of my with a lot of my friends I would talk about other people a lot yeah uh, I I will hold my hands up I gossiped so much about not not necessarily like trash talk but just like so and so did this like oh my god yeah and like now I'm like I don't care what they yeah now I I don't think we I mean maybe we do once in a while we're like oh did you see this person got married yeah yeah whoa they're our age and they're married yeah but other than that it's like you just have such more not more meaningful, I don't want to say, because relative to the time yeah. and the age that you were. But, yeah, like, if your friendships can mature and, like, they can look different mm-hmm. with the same person. Like, yeah. you can have a completely different kind of, yeah, like we were saying, stay friends with the same person. Yeah. But your relationship totally changes. Yeah. And, like, you can be there for each other in a lot of different ways than you were before. Which yeah. is, like yeah totally normal and a good thing to happen yeah and when you're so close for so long you have some similar experiences too so yeah it's like easier to relate on those as you yeah grow up together so yeah yeah oh good right. okay and then our last section is how do you make new friends <laughs> <laughs> after college or after, high school if you do or, college. or yeah or when you're out of school, we'll say, because school, it's like Heather said, you see your friends every day. Yeah. It's it's honestly so cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I low-key miss it. <laughs> Seeing your friends, just, no matter what, yeah. you would see your friends in person. I was thinking about that on the drive on the drive home. I was like, because oh, I knew we were recording this. I was like, if I could go back and tell my 18-year-old self uh-huh. to literally soak up every second. I know that we had living with our friends yeah like I genuinely didn't even grasp that concept until like six months ago or something I was like wow we lived so close yeah to our friends yeah that was so and fun. you could see them at and there were no parents so you could just see them whenever you whenever wanted. at any t- my friends and I would get McDonald's at like 1 a.m yeah on like Tuesday nights yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yes. And you could just yeah. go out. You would, like, borrow clothes. Like, you would just do literally whatever. whatever. Dye each other's hair in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Actually happened. We gave each other um, stick and poke tattoos. Like, you can do anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, how do you make friends out of college? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first for this one? Sure. So, my first thing was to try new things. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if I've talked about... I think I talked this about this on my TikTok, actually. But if you are doing something that you like... So, say you go to yoga or if you like yoga or if you like reading books so you go to a bookstore Mm -hmm. or you like coffee so you go to a coffee shop if you become a regular like Mm -hmm. you could meet someone else that's also a regular and then boom you have something in common yeah like for example i've been going to spin classes Mm -hmm. and like it's so easy to make friends there because Uh you're all going to spin so Mm -hmm. you could already talk about something there and then if you start to see the same girls there once or twice or three times you could be like hey do you guys ever want to grab smoothies after or something Mm -hmm. or like start a locker room conversation i don't know but yeah that was one idea i had was just like try new things like you're not gonna make friends besides not talking about work friends but you're not gonna make friends going to work and then going home yeah like you're not gonna do that you have to branch out and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and you already have that one thing in common. Um, like, if as you spin class, you all you could talk about spinning and then, like, other exercises yeah. that you like. And the same, like, fear you have about going up to people and being like, oh, my God, we should get smoothies after. Yeah. They have that same one, so just do it. Like, yeah. just and do I, it. I was going to, like, what is the worst that can happen is that they'll just, like, give you off vibes. Yeah. Like, honestly, it happened to me yesterday at Spin. Yeah. I went up to a girl and, like, started having a conversation, and she didn't really seem interested. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, weird. But, like, then I just moved on with my day. Yeah, You like, know, you don't need to take it personally. Way, but... way, way more embarrassing things are going to happen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and it's like, if you're secure in yourself already, mm-hmm. it's like, if an interaction doesn't go your way, it's like, oh, well, maybe next time. You, yeah. You don't it, – it's only embarrassing if you let it be embarrassing, Yeah, 100%. Honestly. Yeah. Um, my first thing on my list was find something in common. And you can yeah. find something in common with everybody. I'm, yeah. like, very weird. If I'm, like <laughs> – if there's, like, a lull in a conversation, I do ask, like, icebreaker questions. <laughs> I'm like, so what's your favorite restaurant? And then if their answer is not mine, then I'll keep asking them questions until we find something to talk about. Like, I know so much about so many random people, but like random things like what their favorite color is, what their favorite day of the week is. Like, I just fill lulls with icebreaker questions. Wait, Gage, my boyfriend said over the weekend you asked him his favorite color. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was in the front seat with her boyfriend when we were driving and it was like a 45 minute drive. And I just kept asking him (laughs) questions. I was like... Um, so what's your ancestry? What's your favorite color? And I couldn't hear that <laughs> yeah, at yeah. all. Because I don't know, when you're in the front and back seat of a car, it's yeah. like two different worlds. So I was like, what are you guys talking about? I was being so nosy. What, yeah. what is your favorite color? Mine is navy blue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, his is black. But I know. I was like. I said that's my favorite color to wear, but not my favorite color. Yeah, I said you did not answer with black. And he was like, it's my favorite color. I was like, no, it's yeah, not. It's yeah. not. And he was like, yeah, it is. I was like, how? Yeah. Like, we, it's not even in the rainbow. We basically were like doing 20 questions in the front seat. Nice. Yeah. And because he said randomly, he was like, I can't. We were just like <laughs> not even talking about you at all. Yeah. He was like, 
I can't believe Abby Walsh's favorite color is navy blue. <laughs> You're probably like, what? I was like, why do you know that? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know that. I thought it was orange or something. Um, I change it like weekly, oh, but okay. it was orange previously. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, navy blue. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, another thing I had. Oh, were you done talking about that? Yeah. One? Okay. Yeah. Another thing that I was hoping, you know, maybe you could expand on this a little Mm -hmm. bit because you have more experience with it, but your friends don't necessarily have to be your age. Yeah. I feel like mainly, mainly at work or if you go to, you know, like a workout class or Mm -hmm. I don't know, a bookstore or wherever you want to go, you could actually learn a lot from people older or younger than you. Like at work. And my boss is my boss, but I would consider us really good friends. And he has, like, a wife and a family. That and, you would, like, like, probably talk about. Yeah. 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 And then I'm, fr- you know, just getting to know people at different stages in life can actually be super cool and really beneficial when yeah. you're not all just, like, post-grad. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And for men, like I said, you're going to find a connection no matter what. Um, and for so many different reasons, like, they are the if they're older than you, they're, like, the best at advice. Yeah, like, yeah. It's what, no matter what age. And I grew up with two older sisters, so I yeah. feel like I can connect well with people, like, in their, like, upper 20s very well because I'm yeah. like, oh, I grew up with my sisters. Like, yeah. I know how they are. I know how their friends are. Um, So, yeah, like I said, if you just find something in common and then just let it go on from there. Like, one woman from work was, like – a is a huge fangirl of Elvis. So when I was, like, telling everybody at work about Harry Styles mm-hmm. that I was going to sleep on the street, everyone was like, you're crazy, you're crazy. And she was like, no, Abby, like, you got to do it. You got to do, do it. I it for Elvis. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no matter, I mean, age is just a number. In friendships, everybody. <laughs> In relationships. I mean, yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that. And you can have just work friends. You don't need to go out on Saturday nights with someone who's yeah twenty years older than you. Like that's not what I'm saying. But um, yeah, <laughs> friendships. There's so many different levels of friendships. So yeah, yeah, awesome. And then another last thing that I had for making new friends. I guess I know we just said people <laughs> like older than <laughs> us and stuff, but I think a really cool way is to. If you see someone that maybe you know who's, like, a mutual friend or whatever mm-hmm. on social media, I feel like it's so cool to just reach out to them. Yeah. Like, I feel like we can really – our generation can use social media to our advantage. Yeah. Um, For example, like, I – one of my friends now, we became friends because we knew that we had mutual friends in real life. Yeah. And we just followed each other on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And one day she DM'd me and was like, hey, we should work out together. Mm-hmm. And now she's who I go to spin with. Yeah. Yeah. And she listens. So shout out, Becca. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Becca. <laughs> but it's just so cool because, like, she just reached out to me through social media. And we, like, probably yeah. never would have met or, like, we might have crossed paths a couple times yeah. after. But, like, you could really use that to your advantage and, like, I know that we're all on our phones anyway. It's like, you might as well make genuine connections out of it. Exactly. Like, my friend Megan does a podcast. Listen to coffee at sunrise. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And she does TikTok and stuff. So, like, when I see you two interact, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And her, yeah, me, Megan, and I only met one time. Yeah. But I feel like we, I I genuinely feel like she's my friend. Yeah. And I feel like. I'm her friend yeah. because we just see each other on TikTok and we interact yeah. on TikTok so yeah. much. 
Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, my last thing for how to make new friends, I don't know if this is cheating, but um, reconnect with old friends. Like, yeah. You guys might have drifted apart at one point in your life, but who knows? You guys could be on the same paths again now. So yeah. um, reach out to old friends. And if it's a text message back and forth for an hour and then that's it, that's it. But who cares? Yeah, yeah, you have that base of being friends before and mm-hmm. you have those great memories um yeah. so reach out see see what's up <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> and, and i i also feel like with that too like you it, sometimes it could work out great and yeah. sometimes it might not work out at yeah. all and you just have to be okay with yeah. that like yeah again like i said a couple times in this episode but you just really can't take things personal anymore yeah. um and like yeah i feel like i've just reconnected with a couple friends that i hadn't talked to since maybe like before the pandemic and yeah. now we're like hanging out again and yeah it's so fun and cool yeah um so yeah that's a good one i didn't thank think you. of that thank you yeah okay well that is wrapping up our episode mm-hmm. everyone and today's long story short is going to be don't be afraid to try new things and your best friendships will come when you are the most secure in yourself and things are only going to be embarrassing if you let them be embarrassing. Yeah, if you ever have doubt in friendships, listen to FUN by SpongeBob SquarePants or True Friend by Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure, like Heather said earlier, you're following us on Instagram because we're going to ask you guys questions for all our episodes um, and TikTok. Both are Don't Get Me Started pod. Yeah, not to... Um, like really expose us but we have eight followers (laughs) on tiktok okay and two of them are ourselves (laughs) so please (laughs) please don't make me beg (laughs) both of our handles are at don't get me started pod Mm -hmm. and you can please rate this podcast leave a review follow us wherever you listen to music Mm -hmm. or podcasts yeah and I think that's all for now. Yeah. Happy See you Monday. Guys next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye.